This is Z-Feed in your ears. We're an independent media company bringing context and critical thinking to the news, social issues and pop culture. This podcast brings you the audio version of our articles and essays. For those who prefer to listen and maybe multitask instead of reading words on a screen, you can find the text version of this piece on zfeed.com.au. It's federal budget time again. Here's three tips to help you actually understand the damn thing. The federal Labor government will announce their first official budget this week, an interim plan to last from now until the start of the new financial year in June. There is going to be a lot of media coverage unpacking everything, which is great, but do you really understand what the budget coverage means when you read it? In the lead up to Jim Chalmers' first budget speech, we've got some handy tips to help you make sense of all the budget stuff you'll be reading and hearing over the next few weeks and really every year after that. Tip number one, pay attention to the time frame attached to big numbers. The funding announcements in each area or specific to particular agencies will typically focus on one big total number, but this is often not a one-off investment and it's usually an amount that will be spread over multiple years. For example, the Liberal government's May 2021 budget announcement included $17 billion to overhaul the aged care sector, but this was to be spent over a period of five years. So while $17 billion sounds like a really big number, it works out to an average of $3.5 billion per year. This is still a lot of money, no doubt, but it's well short of the $8 billion per year that would be needed to make all of the improvements recommended by the Royal Commission into Aged Care. Another thing to keep in mind for multi-year funds is that the money promised years into the future may not end up being spent for any number of reasons. For example, again in May 2021, the Liberal government allocated $2 million over three years to pay for consultation with traditional owners about gas fracking in the Betaloo Basin. But as of March 2022, the agency that was meant to facilitate the talks, the Northern Land Council, said they still hadn't received any money. On top of that, the coalition government that promised it to them is no longer in government. Tip number two, compare funding amounts to previous years. Looking at a single year in isolation can hide crucial insights. For areas that are really important to you, we recommend looking at the funding given in previous years and the projected future allocations as well. This might require some smart Google searches with a customized date range or looking at the actual federal budget document itself, but it's worth it because it will help you understand the government's priorities. We recommend comparing the current amount to at least the previous two years. Is that funding going up or going down? Are there external circumstances like the pandemic that might influence this variation or does it indicate a trend? When looking at the projection for future years, keep in mind the impact of inflation and our growing population. Because of those two factors, the funding for most services that are provided by the government should be increasing. So if they're not, it could be a cause for concern. The university sector is a good example of the numbers telling the story. As a standalone figure, $10.6 billion allocated to higher education in the 21-22 budget sounds like a lot of money. Comparing that to the previous two years shows that there was a big $1.7 billion increase in 2020 to keep unis going when the pandemic hit, and that makes sense. But looking at the forward projections shows the government plan to reduce the amount of money spent on higher education over the next few years to end up with $10.3 billion in 2024-2025. If there's a trend of reducing funding provided to a sector or a program, it indicates that this is not a priority for the government. And that has been a very clear, consistent criticism of the Liberal government's attitude to universities. The opposite is also true. Increasing funding is a sign that the government believes the sector is important and necessary, like the additional $4.5 billion the federal government plans to give state governments for public hospitals by 2024. And tip number three, seek out subject experts. 
You can rely on general news coverage to give you a breakdown of what's in the budget and what's not, but to know whether those amounts are enough to solve the problems, you'll need to hear from relevant experts. That expertise won't necessarily come from journalists, so look for analysis that includes industry and subject experts. For example, on funding that the treasurer says will help with cost of living or housing affordability, make sure you're reading analysis from experts who work with poverty and support organizations, not just the usual economists and property experts. And while general summary articles can be helpful, including the ones that we will publish on Zfeed, expert analysis is necessary to truly understand the impact of budget decisions. Thanks for listening to ZFeed Audio. If this piece made you think, helped you understand, or introduced you to a new point of view, there are a few ways you can support us. Our work is meant to be discussed. Share this episode or the article with a friend and get talking. You can also subscribe, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, or support us on Patreon. That's all for now. Time to give your brain a break.